check, check. One, two, check. Mic's on. From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A. Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration. All right, welcome back to another edition of Mike's On. This is episode 40. There's been 40 of these, Miss Dijon. Wow, 40, good number. I know, I know, right? Right. I'm sorry I didn't get you in before 40, but 40 is a nice number to be in on. And just want to introduce you to everybody. This is Lori Dijon, who is our Empower teacher. Um, and you and I have worked together for, this is our 17th year together. Wow. Welcome to Mike's On. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I know. Isn't it fun? <laughs> it Did you want to start fun. singing a little bit or what? Well, you know, maybe I'll wait yeah, till maybe, later. <laughs> maybe till later. Hey, so um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, just the changes that have happened since you and I have first gotten to know each other, you know, because I think back to 2004 was when I started. How many years had you been teaching so I think that would have been my fourth year. So I started All here. All of them here? Yes. I started at Selvage. Uh, my first year was 1998. Yeah. And I was getting my master's degree. So I was actually a provisionally certified teacher, working on my certification and getting um, my degree. And um, it was the first year of a behavior disorder program that they were starting at the middle schools in mm-hmm. Rockwood. Mm-hmm. And that was my baby. So yeah. I... Yeah, they tried. So how did you get hired into Rockwood? Talk um, a little bit about that. Well, Were you straight into SSD? I was. I, w- I went to Truman, and they actually, there was a shortage of special education teachers mm-hmm. at that time. So a special school district actually came out to Kirksville and interviewed us. Recruited you Recruited, guys. yep. So um, I, they kind of placed us close to where we lived, and I grew up in De Pere, so um they, you know, Selvage was a match, and then mm-hmm. there were two, no, there were three positions open here at the time, and I really wanted behavior. I really wanted to work with kids with um, those behavior problems, yeah. and they tried to get me to trade. They were like, wow, that's a lot for a first-year teacher. But you said, I was like, no, nope, I want it. Give Why? it to me. Why? What, what was what was the attraction? You know, I, I took a class in college, um, I remember taking behavior modification and mm-hmm. I, and I, I've always loved psychology. I've always loved working with kids. I babysat, you know, growing up and mm-hmm. worked at a daycare. Um, and when I took behavior mod, I was like, wow, this is really like, this is so cool. And I, I loved psychology. And then when I found out this was, there was this area of special education where I could work with kids that, you know, maybe had um, some rough backgrounds or some, you know, big struggles in their lives and, and teach them too. I was like, wow, this is like, this is great. And then Dangerous Minds came out too. Mm. So you <laughs> thought you were Michelle Pfeiffer? <laughs> totally. I was like, this is awesome. Yes. Coolio's singing I got, in the background. I got the whole playlist on my phone right now. I could do it. Oh, yes. boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, so that was right about that time. Yeah. And so and so basically you start here at Selvage, and Started you were the first Selvage. behavior invention program, basically, From, in the district. Yeah, it was the first, um, yes, the first self-contained um program that was predominantly for kids with, at that time, behavior disorder. Yeah. So tell me what it looked like at first. First so, of all, where were you in the building? So I was in the furthest r- room, <laughs> as far away from, from the, front the front of the door. building okay. as they could get me. Mm-hmm. Um, I How had, long were you in that room? Oh, when, whenever the construction started here. For the upfront? Yes, for the upfront. Mm-hmm. Um, that was right around the time. There was a, actually a, sm- a small period of time where I was kind of in a transitional room because mm-hmm. my classroom up front was still being kind of built. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, but 
I can't remember when that. So a couple years. A couple years. There, yeah, a couple and years then, though, and then you moved for up sure. into the room you're in now. Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, what were those first few years like as a new teacher in a program that's just getting off the ground? They were crazy and fun. You know, yeah. at the same time, I had um, 14, I believe, 14 kids on my caseload um, in my class when I first started. And there weren't too many, like, um, programs or, I guess, there weren't too many, um, not rules put in place, but right, it was kind right. of just like anyone that they thought should be in this program should be in the program. Right. So it was tough. So I had several. But it wasn't just kids here from Salvage. It no, was, no, it was kids. Right. That. So um, it was, if, if there were kids anywhere in other middle schools in the district that their homeschool were, was having, you know, a struggle with them, not being able to provide them those types of like behavior supports, then um, they would come, they would come to Selvage. So mm-hmm. kids were, but were taking, you know, buses from their homeschools. Um, and that was, I mean, for years really to come um, to Selvage because this was the only, this was the only program, you mm-hmm. know, spe- specifically for kids with those types of mm-hmm. behavior problems. And we've that, had to learn quite a bit through oh, it have. all, right? It's changed so much. Um, when I first started, there were um, several kids that were in gangs so I learned so much about, you know, I, I remember the resource officer at the time came and gave me like a gang sign book and was like, hey, you should kind of look at this. And I was like, whoa, well. This is like 98, 99. 98, 99. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. Like it was, you know, that was back when the kids couldn't wear certain colored bandanas mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, they were all over kids about their pants sagging mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was just different. Yep. Just a different time. Yep. But I those kid the kids, oh my gosh. Like they endear themselves. They were to you. so <laughs> they were so like workable in so many ways, but and so hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I would have to just I mean, they are funny. Yeah. They were funny. They would just, you know, kind of rip on each other all yeah. the time. And I had to keep my composure. Right. <laughs> Well, and you would laugh along with them, or at least get mm-hmm. them to laugh in in moments of crisis, really. Too. I mean, that that's the, I think the key to your success with all of this is how kids can can come to you very emotional and 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 really at a tipping point, and you de-escalate in a way that's uh, a lot different than most. I definitely try. Right? Yeah. I I mean I You'll really use don't... candy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I am not. Yes, I, yeah. I, I will. If I if I have to, you know, get out some some mints or some candy to yeah. calm us down, yeah. just to get them to a place where they're, you know, ready to get back into their work or to talk. Hey. Well, and over time though, too, you've learned how to because um, your social skills classes mm-hmm. that wasn't something necessarily that you were doing from the jump, right? You weren't necessarily getting into that right away, or no? So, well, when I first started, um, I it was a self-contained program, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I taught the kids all of their core courses. All of their courses. So I had sixth, seventh, and eighth grade mm-hmm. um, students mixed that mixed throughout yes, the day. Throughout the day, um, it was we had eight classes a day back then, mm-hmm. and so I taught IEP science, social studies, math, language mm-hmm. arts. Mm-hmm. I had kids in different grade levels, totally different ability levels. Mm-hmm. And I believe back then it was called living skills. Mm-hmm. So I remember teaching like anger management, um, but it was a lot more about like anger management mm-hmm. and frustration and how, how to deal with, um, you know, how to not pop your cork on mm-hmm. Mondays mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So now it's, it's a lot more of, you know, the really kind of tapping into those emotions and, you know, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you mad? What's behind the anger and how can we 
you know, work through that? What yeah. types of strategies can we use? So it's been really cool to kind of watch the evolution because every year seems to grow and become different. Yes. And, and, and now we don't get to see you as much as we used to because what's going on with the programming now in the district? So um, I want to say about, oh, gosh, I, I guess about after my 15th year, they opened another um, room in one of the other middle schools. Mm-hmm. And so because we were just we had so many kids, we just couldn't um, yeah, support them all, you know, as, as much spot. as they needed in one school. So then um, we had, then we ended up having three programs and then I think, was it, I guess, has it been three years? This is my three third or year. I think it's my third. So this is my third year where um, started I started talking about it four years ago. Yeah, yeah. So we have, there are three of us now, Empower Teachers, um, my partners in crime, LaTanya Gilliam and <laughs> Melissa Hummer. Little shout out. Yeah, my girls. <laughs> um, so they are... Um, they're split between two middle schools, and then I'm split between two middle schools. So all of the middle schools now have some level of support, yeah. you know, for those kiddos who are really our most, um, our most needy and mm-hmm. just really, really require a lot of extra, extra TLC. And I don't know that this is a fair question because we haven't really gotten a good, um, I guess, base level in a sense of of since we've changed over, but, but what do you think so far? I mean, and the reason I say we haven't gotten a good base level is because hello, COVID, (laughs) COVID, you kind of threw a wrench in things. Yeah. yeah. So you had one year where you were kind of getting acclimated. Then last year it was like halfway through, we were like, oops, and now we haven't been together really. So Mm -hmm. last year I felt like things were really kind of starting to come around more. Mm -hmm. Starting Um, to understand what each building needed. Exactly. And, um, I will say I'm so I'm so glad that I have the buildings that I have. Mm-hmm. I, I the the staff, the teachers at Rockwood South have been so welcoming and so so great, and they mm-hmm. they really remind me a lot of like that the family that we have mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's salvage because that was a big. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a big. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? You're taking me away from mm-hmm. my home. I've mm-hmm. been here for 20 mm-hmm. years. Um, but it was I, not an easy. Thing it was to not. Go no, it was. It was. It was tough for me because I. As much as I'm used to things kind of changing around me, mm-hmm. ma- me myself making a big change mm-hmm. like that, like I'm used to rolling with other people's changes, yeah. but uh, what? <laughs> yeah, right. What do you mean right. you want me to go somewhere yeah, else? Right, right. So, um, but it's all, it's all I think worked out well. I think, um, I mean, once kids get back, I'm just ready for things to get back to normal. I know, well, I think we all I are. I know. But you know, <laughs> and I don't want to be the... I know. I don't want to rain on your parade. You did. But... <laughs> We have to realize that things are going to be different, yes. even though they might be back to normal. Yes. I don't know that we'll ever see things be the same as before March 13th, 2020, right? Right. right. And that's so. where it, it's so, it's kind of so up in the air really with, with me and with, cause the kids are so used to just are being able to come see me. Like if, mm-hmm. if they need to come to the room, if they need to see, you know, to access somebody, if they need a safe split space, if they need a snack, you know, mm-hmm. they're just so used to being able to kind of come and go. Well, and talk a little bit about that situation because now you're employing your class assistant in a kind of a different way than what you've done in the past. Yes. So um, before my my station basically was my was my room. It was mm-hmm. it was called the tip room. Now it's the empower room, but I was in one one spot. So, you know, if the kids were having issues anywhere in the building, they pretty much knew, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of the time Mrs. D. John's going to be in the room if I go if I go there, or someone's going to be in the room if I go there. So um, 
since we um, have kind of changed the way we do programming, um, I have, thank God, a fabulous classroom assistant, Donna Westerman. Shout another out. shout out. <laughs> um, and um, she is she is fabulous. So she really does a lot of working with the kids inside the classroom, um, you know, when they're in their general ed classes. But we kind of have a system worked out that if one of the kids is having an issue, um, if they if they really need a break, you know, they've got they've got steps to take. There's a sign on the door that says, you know, go to the counseling department and then they know how to find Mrs. Mm -hmm. Westerman. She's Mm -hmm. got a walkie. So Mm -hmm. we've kind of worked that out, but. And then how often are you working with our student support services? Oh, Bobby, Mr. Mr. Trussell, Mr. T, (laughs) Mr. T is awesome. So we do work together a lot too. Um, when he has kiddos that, you know, need to take a break, um, over there with him. Um, we've, we've worked together helping kind of cover each other, um, if one of us is out, um, it's really great. I mean, I do really love that I get to meet more kids. I get to mm-hmm. work with a lot of more, lot more kids than, you know, before it was just like the 10 kids on my mm-hmm. caseload. But mm-hmm. now, you know, I've got the... Starting to learn a whole yeah, new group of kids. Yeah, I, I, I get to meet kids, um, you know, outside of my, my little bubble mm-hmm. and get to meet new friends and um, those frequent flyers yeah. who like to get in trouble a lot. They're my favorites. <laughs> so <laughs> just take them under your wing. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I love them. <laughs> so if you were to give some advice to um, teachers that are in the classroom that maybe don't have the training that you've had uh, through, I mean, because whether it's CPI, whether it's understanding behaviors, all that kind of stuff. Um, what, what kind of advice would you give teachers who, who really might not understand the situationals that are coming at you from these kids, you know, and well, I've, first of all, let's not take it personally. For sure. For sure. I mean, right. It's so, and it's, it's so hard to do. I heard somebody say Q-tip, quit taking it personally. Yes. Very, yes. That, (laughs) that is like the kids, there's a saying, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember what it is. They're not, they're not, um, doing this to you. You know, it's not, oh, I can't remember what it is. You might have to yeah. edit, edit this out. Yeah, that's all right. But um, there, is, there is a good, there's a little saying about that where, you know, the kids, oh, they're not giving you a hard time. They're having a hard yeah, time. right. So, you know, if if a kid is is responding to you in a way that's not normal, like if, if you're asking them to do something and it's a reasonable request and they Don't are- Don't take it personal. Yeah, and they're freaking out. It is not because of what you're asking them to do. There is something else going on. So- you know, that moment may not be the time to find out what's going on, but just give them grace and space. Yeah. Give them a little space, give them a little grace and give them some time, you know, to, um, to get themselves back to a normal state. Cause I mean, we have to remember these are middle school kids mm-hmm. too. I mean, they've got so much going on and I mean, it's the toughest age. It's so hard and yes, it's so hard. I mean, you're changing completely from, from, I mean, you're, you're metamorphosing into an adult, you know, during this time. And so, and I've learned a lot from you because, you know, I, I've always come at it with behavior management wise, like these are my expectations Mm -hmm. and I want you to rise to my expectations. Mm -hmm. And what I've had to learn is, you know, you can't have these expectations for every single person in the classroom. Right. You have to recognize that everybody's an individual and, and you have to work with them and, and, and just yep. be okay with them not being at a place that you would love them to be because you want to have, you know, this way in the classroom or in the building or in the cafeteria right. that, no, this is what we're all doing. 
I don't know. It's just a tough, tough it is. thing to kind of navigate because some of yep. us are like, no, I want it this way as an adult. It should be like this and mm-hmm. kids should be able to follow along. And For sure. And that's something that, I mean, I have like learned. I mean, I learn every year I learn. Mm-hmm. I'm always learning, trying mm-hmm. to learn from kids, trying to, you know, just anything else that I can do um, to help them. But, you know, back when my classroom was a behavior mm-hmm. disorder classroom, mm-hmm. I mean, that was very, it was like, these are the expectations you know, if you do this, then you get this. It mm-hmm. was very structured around, you know, you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to right. do this, you know, in order to go to lunch. They had to earn yeah. lunch. They had to earn PE. Yeah. Like, they had to earn everything right. um, by meeting specific expectations. And now it's kind of like, you know, um, we're more, the kids are more included, and we really try to put them in those situations in order to teach them. Right. So, you know... That's it's how they not learn this more. is what it is, and you have to work to it. Mm-hmm. It's more like let's work on a plan together mm-hmm. so that we can get you to that spot. Right. How can we? Instead of a presenting right. that spot right away where it seems so far away, mm-hmm. and how do I attain that as a young person? Right. It's now let's work together to try and mm-hmm. make sure we're building you up. For sure. And especially when so many of our kiddos have, you know, dealt with defeat, mm-hmm. you know, and they've had so many hardships that mm-hmm. they've had to deal with. So there's this trust that they don't have. So you've got to work on. It's all about relationships. It's all about rapport. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I just, you know, every year I just keep telling myself, like, you know, I can, like, you know, we can do this. Because, you know, sometimes we, you know, have situations where we've had kiddos that, you know, have really struggled. And, um, you know, it can be a little a little scary, you know, mm-hmm. when we have new new kids coming in with um, with new problems. But... I just things that you've never seen before. Things that I, which I would have thought by now I've seen everything. Right. I mean, but things have changed quite yes, a bit too because yes. now we're seeing kids who really you would not have seen before Mm-mm. because technology has changed things quite a bit in the way kids are brought up. Yes. What they see, how they react to things, what they're fascinated with. Yes. Absolutely. And then um and then parenting has has Absolutely. You know, changed quite a bit as well because some of our parents are more like wanting to be friends with their kids rather yep. than being a parent and so that's stuff you have to work through too and that's not to say that that's with all of our parents it's just there is a, a, a difference in the way kids are today than they and it, we For sound sure. like so, such old people We're don't old. we <laughs> Kids are the same. Back in my back in day. My day. <laughs> Something else, isn't it? Well, let's yeah. talk about back in your day because you said you grew up a little bit uh, down the road in DePere. Yeah, I grew up yeah, in DePere. So, so where'd you go to school, elementary through? So elementary school, we went to St. Paul's Lutheran yeah. in DePere yeah. up through eighth grade. And then um, we made the switch from parochial to public and yeah. went to Parkway South. Woo, yeah. Go Patriots. So look at you. So so you and I have kind of that in common, mm-hmm. that we both had that private and, and yep. or parochial and then public. So um, what did you think of the, the K through 8 at, at St. Paul's? It was, I mean, I loved it. Like yeah. it was... It was, you know, of course we, I remember rebelling even, you know, I, I was yeah, I remember. Did you get any demerits? I, oh, you know, I might've gotten sent to the principal's office a couple times, doctor. Um, eighth grade, I got sent the last day of eighth grade because oh, I stood on my desk and took a picture in nice. class. Nice. Way to go. Yeah. Whoopsies. <laughs> Not supposed to do that? I know. No, we got in trouble. I remember in fifth grade, we had to go wash our faces because we all decided we were going to wear makeup. To school, they were not having that. Mm. We were, we were time to get the cold cream out, get that stuff off your face. 
sinners. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you had to wear a uniform. We didn't back then. No. They, no, they do now, but it was a very strict dress code. So okay. we had to wear belts. Uh-huh. We were not allowed to wear anything that was like oversized. Uh-huh. It was bizarre. Like yeah. the dress codes were, and if you if you had belt loops in your pants and you did not have a belt on, they would cut your belt loops off or they would like <laughs> zip tie. It was crazy. It was like, you look back and I'm like, how did they let this, like, yeah. how did they yeah. let this happen? Just hating our I re- kids. I remember a kid in our <laughs> class, John David, I will never forget. He was staring outside and the principal made him, like, he made him go outside and walk around the building and watch class from outside. Since like, you want to look out at, there the look whole outside, time. You want to look outside, why don't you go on? <laughs> I would have loved that. I mean, I'd have been like, really? All right. Yeah, I'd rather be out there than in here. <laughs> Real. I know. Crazy. <laughs> so then what was the difference when you got up to, to Parkway South and Patriots, and we Whoa. both are Patriots, so. Love, loved Parkway South. A little South. more freedom, huh? Oh, my gosh. It was like. Were you okay with all that freedom? It was culture shock. <laughs> It was crazy. I, I mean, we went from a school of 200 yeah. to my graduating class was like, I don't know. I know well, it was probably at least 500. Uh, yeah, at least 500. It was big. Well, uh, yeah, because Parkway South was pretty big back then. Yep, it's big. So it was, it was a lot. It was fun. I mean, yeah. And did you get involved in high school? I did. So freshman year, I played volleyball and basketball. Mm-hmm. And then I decided I was going to um, try out for the dance team. So yeah. then I did the Patriots yeah. um, my ju- my sophomore, junior, and senior year. And and who was the coach of the Patriots? The coach of the what, Patriots was it, was back it then. Miss Maddox? Miss Maddox. Actually, she did. Miss Maddox, um, we had a couple different coaches. They couldn't keep them with well, our group. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> they had to bring Miss Maddox back in. Certainly, and, yeah. Well, and I bring her so, up because... She's so awesome. Because she, was, she came back yes, here right yes. before I started. Yes. Because she was an interim AP yes. during the spring right before I started. So, And so, I knew her because I went to Parkway South. And she, was she not the most amazing? She's awesome. She knew everyone's name. She, she was just one of the so, neatest... Kind of sweetest people I've ever met. So inspiring. So, I mean, like 100% like all around. Yeah. I really have nothing. I know. There's like I nothing. ran into her you when did. I interviewed here. I ran oh. into her in the hallway in the, in the, in the office. I was like, Miss Maddox? And she's like, yeah. And she knew who I was, and which I was like, I was only at South for a few months because I went to CBC my freshman year, then I went yeah. to Parkway South, and then I moved. But um, I knew Miss Maddox because, hello, she was the coach of the dance team. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. You kind of paid attention to who these people of were. Of course. <laughs> so, so yeah. but she was the same as she was when, she, when I knew her as a kid. Yeah. Just sweet and the nice and, and just so congenial, so... She's yeah, awesome. I just I wanted to bring her up. And so after Parkway South, did you go straight to Truman? I did. Yep. So I went straight to Truman. Um, and, and it was Truman when you got it, there. It was Northeast. Oh. Yep. So it changed while you were there. Yes. It was North. Wait. Northeast, right? Northeast. Okay. Sorry. I'm thinking I'm getting that mixed up with my sister's middle school. Even though North, it's not really Northeast. I mean, Kirksville oh. is. I don't know. No. North. I'm not directionally no. gifted yeah. in any way, shape, it's or Nemo, form. right? <laughs> was it? I can't remember. I'll Google that one. It <laughs> doesn't really matter. You're Truman now. Truman. It, we started one way and ended up Truman. I'll have to ask my sister because so. she also graduated from Truman, but I think okay. she was there when it was Truman already. Okay. So Yeah, I was there with I the change, but I can't remember. I mean, I've always, I'm terrible with names. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. it, and I don't discriminate. It's across the board. Yeah. Famous so what, people, you yeah. name it. Once you got there, how was mm-hmm. it? 
Um, I loved I loved college. Yeah. Loved Did you have any friends college. go there too with you or well, did you make new I, friends? I or have what? a built in best friend. I have a twin. Oh. So my twin sister and I, yeah, we started there um together That's and then cool. we met um our best friend from college, Anne Marie. Mm-hmm. And it was the the Dorsey Dorsey and Deekmans all oh, through boy. college. We were like the threesome. Yeah. So we had so much fun. We all were in the same sorority. And and did your sister take the same uh, course? Did she go through education she did. as well? She did. So um, we're, we are identical twins, but we're mere image twins. Yeah. So she's a French teacher. Yeah. So we're like the opposite. Yeah. 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 I remember I, I ran into your sister at like Lowe's and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so bizarre. Because <laughs> she's like, who are you? And I was yeah. like, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah. it happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, she ran into, she was at Schnucks and Reynolds uh, ran into her and was like, hey, he's like, and he said, I was thinking, what, you're going to act like you don't know me? <laughs> she's, she's like, like oh, I don't. She's like, I, she's like, oh, you probably think I'm my sister. <laughs> and Molly sat down next to her at Massage Envy and started chit chatting. I know it happens all the time. It's so. Because well, you guys do look quite a bit alike. Yeah, we look a lot alike. Right? And we sound a lot alike. Yep. I knew as soon as I recognized her, though, that I was like, wait a minute. Something's not it's right not, here. Yeah, it's not like you're like yes, but no. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's fun. What was that like growing up with a twin? So fun. Because is mean, there more than one? There. Yeah, my mom set of had. Twins? So yeah. they had. My parents had two sets of twins. Yeah. So how many kids in the family? Four. So two yeah, sets was, of twins. And, and out. <laughs> Tap out. I would have been done after the first yeah. two, but were you the first two? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm the oldest by four minutes. Woo-hoo. Okay. All right. And then Brian and Jenny are um they're two years younger. I don't even know how old I am anymore. Yeah. I think they're forty two. <laughs> I think I'm forty four. Um, but they are also um Jenny is an elementary special education teacher. Okay. And Brian is a detective in Ladue. Oh wow. And he's got a cooler title. So everybody's than that. a civil Every, yes, my mom was a nurse. Yeah, uh, yep. and, and then dad was in the, the service. Dad was in the service, yep. And then so, he was, yeah, in So you business. all give back to the communities, basically, Pretty which is much. really cool. It's really yep. cool. So I met you when you were Deekman. Yeah. And then I think it was shortly after I met you that you got married. Yeah, 07. Oh, my gosh, that's li- I'm totally lying. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. I forget dates, too. Uh, that's when Lexi was born. Yeah, uh, so it, it was like probably o- a little before that, right? It was 04. Well, 04 is when I started, and I can remember you guys were, you were um, off a of Big Bend. Oh, yeah, we were yeah, still in the, yeah. This was you and Govan were go, hanging. Go, go. <laughs> Govan, my girl. Right? And so so you guys were there, and then shortly after, you moved from there into, I think, where you are now. Yeah, our house, yep. So you got married pretty quick after I started Yeah, there. So yeah. it was 04, 05. I think it was 04. I'm okay. trying. Steve Summer tries to help. 04. He tries to help me remember. Like you graduated in '94, <laughs> and then '04. But I could totally be wrong. Okay. He'll listen, and yeah. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> That's usually not the case, Lori. It's totally the worst. I'm the worst. <laughs> I know he is so good about remembering, but it's ter- I'm terrible with birthdays, yeah. names, yeah. dates. Like it's. Yeah. So now you guys have been married for a while. Not sure how long, but uh, you've got two kiddos, and yes. they're both um, uh, just high end of the elementary, yes. and, then, and then middle school. Yes. How's that going? It's we were talking a little God, bit. I mean, it's it, crazy. It's, it's tough, it's, isn't it? It is. It is. I, I mean, don't have the girls yet that are that age. Oh, so the girls. <laughs> I mean, how could I not be prepared for this? Like, well, I've been teaching middle school for 23 years. 
I coached at Marquette. I had the, the dance team girls, yep. which, I mean, God love them, but they do kind of tend to come with some right. drama. Right. How am I not prepared for these? <laughs> how can I How can I do what I do every day and I can't handle well, my two my two girls who well, are you, so, like, they're good kids. They are and good kids. And they're smart and they've and, got great hearts. But, yeah, well, it's just, I think it's just a tough time because I, I think when... You know, I don't know how how it's been for you, but like for us, we've been able to see a transformation in kids because Sully is a senior and mm-hmm. Dominic is a freshman, and and technology and and how it affected both of them is different. Like um, I can remember when we got the first iPhone; it was two thousand eight. Okay, and I wouldn't let anybody else touch it because mm-hmm. it was way too expensive, and I knew they would drop it for and sure. So Dominic is an '05 baby, so he was three when really iPads and iPhones started to come out, and Sully was already like five or, or maybe even six. Um, but then to see it in Aurora, like she was born into this world that yep. has all this stuff. So like, you know, she's. If she could get her pointer going, she could make things happen. Crazy. And it's really weird. And, it is. And, and it's bizarre. So raising kids in this age yes. is, is and not some fun. Of the, no. Not, not it's, fun it's in the hard. sense that it's a, mm-hmm. a lot harder, I think, than people realize. I, I agree. There's so much stuff out there, and you try so hard to, like, shield your kids from certain things. And I'm like, I feel like I do a pretty good job of you know, monitoring kind of what they're doing. You also want to give space, though, for sure, because life is about well, they're going to have access to this stuff, absolutely, no matter what. But some of the stuff, it's you know, when you think about school and um, you know, my kids. Well, my older one, Lexi, loves school. She wants like just is a hard worker. She just mm-hmm. wants to please mm-hmm. her teachers and mm-hmm. get good grades. And she, you know, she will work as hard as she has to. Mm-hmm. Lucy's a little bit. Um, a little bit different yeah, well, she, <laughs> in that she's she's very spunky. She's the second. She's the second. She's a, she's spunky. What's up, she's, Dominic? Oh yeah, funniest kid I've ever met. Hilarious. Right? Um, but you should be with him every day. Oh my a... gosh, <laughs> Dominic's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, oh, I know. So both okay, so both yeah. of our seconds. Oh yeah, are funny oh yeah, kids. very very funny. But some of the stuff that. You know that I you wouldn't ever see in a classroom that she can do mm-hmm. is just fascinating to mm-hmm. me. I mean, she has she has put her picture on the cover of a Vogue magazine and yeah. like and sent made it, it to made like, it look just mm-hmm. like she was mm-hmm. on the cover. Mm-hmm. She yesterday she was in the backyard doing like photo shoots and she was <laughs> editing her pictures yeah. and changing like the colors of uh-huh. the leaves. Uh-huh. Like how do you like you're ten? Yeah. How yeah. like I have no, yeah. I have no idea yeah. how to do that. And she's like oh. I yeah. just learned it, but, yeah. you know. That's what's so cool is they can do things yep. so quickly, so easily compared to the way we are. And that's one of the things I was talking to one of our teachers about in the situation that we're in and how we're having to learn Canvas and technology and all kinds of different things. And how when I first started here, I mean, I've always been pretty about technology, like trying For to push sure. people mm-hmm. to, to recognize you got it, you got to know it. But I'm getting to a place now where I'm saturated, where I'm like, Man, this is a lot. There's so much. This is a lot for everybody to mm-hmm. try and take in and handle. And to be honest with you, I am I couldn't be more proud of the way all of us have handled this whole situation considering what we're going through. I agree. You know? I it's, mean it it stinks. It does. It's it's been it's been rough and uh I mean I don't think anyone would have ever imagined that this no. type of thing was mm-hmm. was going to happen, but you know, we've rolled with it. We yeah. have to. I mean, yeah. You know, you just have to keep going and, um, 
find find reasons to be grateful. That well, is, that's the you know, thing. that was our thing yesterday. We did a social skills lesson. Awesome. And um, you know, it's so it's so true. Like just look around and there's always something to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. So if you can just stop in the moment and just be like, you know what? I'm grateful that while you're sitting in class looking outside, the yeah. priest comes in and tells you to go outside. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I'm grateful for this yeah. kind of hey, attitude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm serious. Hey, I mean, that's it's the kind all, of stuff yeah. we have to just stop and let things happen instead it's all of inside forcing of us. it. I know. Like it's all, it's in your brain. Like we mm-hmm. all have that control. Like you've yeah. got like to try to make the best out of a situation. And yeah, sometimes it stinks. And you know, if you've got to scream, yell, cry, get it out, get it out. But then you got to move on. Like yeah. just how get through. So you're ready it, to get some kids back. I'm so ready. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, it's happening. I know. Soon, I can't so. wait. Um, but, uh, I want to ch- switch gears just a little bit. Um, talk a little bit about, uh, working at the collegiate level. How um, long have you been doing that? Gosh, I think this is my 10th or 11th year now. And and same place the whole time? Yep. I've been at Webster University. Um, I started teaching differentiated instruction and assessment years ago. And then now um, I teach classroom and behavior management and then an inclusive strategies course. And then just recently, um, they are offering now a trauma-informed certification. Mm. So I've had the opportunity to help develop some courses that's cool. that's to cool. write two courses and one you. one I was pretty much I did myself my baby yeah and uh I got to teach that this summer yeah. it was and how was it well it was amazing yeah. but I was extremely nervous because it was supposed to be a one week um kind of 8 30 to 4 30 class mm-hmm. and I had all these plans we were going to go to the juvenile detention center right, we were going right. to go visit <laughs> and we were on lockdown I'm like what am I going to do for uh, eight hours a day yeah. virtually so but it ended up being I mean the best class I've ever yeah. had the everyone was so interested and so um just had so many questions and were just really really wanting to help yeah you know, these kiddos that have just experienced um, trauma and that also have, um, it was, it's for kids who were oppositional, defiant, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of working with those kiddos in the classroom setting. So, so um, why do you like teaching at the collegiate level? I get to teach. Right. (laughs) I mean, really, I, but you're learning too. Oh, for sure. That's I learned, the cool thing oh, about I it. I learned like, every... You yes. go in saying you're the teacher, but really, it's, I it's so a collegial attitude mm-hmm. where everybody's talking to each other about yes, things. Yes, they're, they're so... Um, these, you know, new teachers, and mm-hmm. um, these are also teachers who are getting their grad... Just babies for you now, babies. right? <laughs> I know. I was like, they're kids. Right. Um, some of them, and then the other ones who are graduates who are like getting their, you know, getting their master's degrees, there's always something to learn from them. You know, they come from all different areas, you know, around... Around St. Louis, um, you know, we've got students that are in private school settings, students that are, you know, in charter schools. Um, I've had two students now who worked work at the juvenile detention center, mm-hmm. which to me is like the coolest. I know, right? Like, oh my gosh, Yay, that's the coolest you thing. Get to I love they it. Are. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah. So, um, so it's it is it is really neat um, yeah. seeing that there's so much interest in working with kids with you know, these types of um, behaviors or who have these types of behaviors sometimes. So what are some other benefits to working at Webster or or working at the collegiate level? Are there fringe benefits for you as a family? Oh, yeah, I think so. So it, I got to look at it again. It has changed a little bit, but uh I'm, I know that there are, um, if you're, 
adjunct faculty for a certain amount of years, which I've... 10 years. I, I've done it. It's been like, <laughs> yeah, before, I think it was like four or five. Yeah. So at a certain, after a certain amount of years, um, you can take courses for free. So I oh, could cool. take, um, I could take courses, um, for no, no, no charge. charge. And then there's also dependent, um, benefits. So yeah. I, once my so kids the girls become, might be able to, yeah, they, they might be able to. to, um, yeah. yep. There's some, I can't remember exactly what it is. It's changed, um, over the past couple years, but yeah. they could, um, you know, potentially have some type of, you know, discount with, right. um, with college, which would be awesome. Yeah. So how have things changed for your husband and his work through all this? He, Is he, he not traveling as much? He's or? not at all. He's going crazy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's doing, he's done, he used to do some travel. So right? he did. Yeah. He mm-hmm. did. He did some traveling. Um, I, the, they're really still trying to, um, you What's know, he, do too? he is right now he is, um, works with audiologists. Uh-huh. So he works for Phonak. So hearing aids. So okay. he helps. All right. Um, so he teaches, you know, audiologists how to, you know, use these new hearing aids right. and programs right. them. So he's in sales. Yeah. Um, but they're not really even opening a lot of the offices for mm-hmm. external people. Same, you know, same as it's yep. here. Like we right. can't have outside vendors coming in. You know, when we're doing this. So a lot of his meetings have gone virtual. Mm -hmm. So that's been a struggle, especially when all of us were home trying to get Mm -hmm. enough internet. Like we had to, we had to get a hotspot from the district because Mm -hmm. we did not have enough. Because you couldn't have everybody on at once. We couldn't. You're teaching. The kids are trying to go to school and he's trying to make sales. And it's all Zoom. Like it's Uh all Zoom and multiple. It's all eating it up. Yeah. Like I'm doing a Zoom plus I'm presenting and then he's doing a Zoom and presenting. So it's just not... Had to find different places in the house. A different where places people in the house, ha- right? You know, right. Yep. Can't and hear it, anybody. Yep. And exactly. So thank, thank God we have a, a good enough. Yeah. Good, exactly. See, good, B, we're grateful that we've got right, enough space, right, like to space right, everybody right. out. So I was in the basement. Yeah, that's where I am too. <laughs> I know how that is. Well, listen, I do appreciate so much that you decided to come on with me. Yeah. I just asked you the other day, and you're like, "Yeah, I can do it." And I just, I told you this was going to be okay. Right? Yeah, it's totally fine. We, we made it. <laughs> we did. Right? Hey, yeah. But before we go, what do you need to say? I got to give a shout out to uh, Dr. Kelly Mignarone at uh, Rockwood Summit What's High School. What's up, Migs? What's up, Migs? We miss you. <laughs> so the, do you know what the tagline is for the show, though? Check, I ha- check, it, check. One, two. No, mics on. Well, that's no? the intro. Oh. <laughs> And the show's called Mike's On, yeah. so when we leave, we say... Mike's off? Oh, my gosh. See, you guys are all so good. Join us in the weeks to come as we learn and grow together.